All right, y'all, we're back. We got a quick one uh, this week. Quick one for multiple reasons. Number one, today is day one of Fit for Service core event, first one of the year. We've moved, uh, as many of you have heard me talk about, to opening up for immersives, making the course shorter. That way we have A, a vacation or some time off, or B, we don't have a vacation. We run an immersive, but we get to meet with a smaller group of people and dive incredibly deep into the practices that we've been talking about for the last few years. And so many of you know that uh, Eric Godsey and I ran the first immersive. It was really two immersives in one. It was fucking spectacular. You know, I've been telling people about different styles of fasting, the fasting mimicking diet, intermittent fasting, and everything in between. Uh, Jason Fung has an awesome book called The Complete Guide to Fasting. I think uh, Jimmy Moore co-authored that. It's a great book if you're interested in checking it out. But it's one thing to talk about. It's another thing to be about it. And, um, you know, Godsey said, fuck, I want to do that with you. And I was like, cool, man. Don't, didn't you just release a course online for journaling? And, and uh, why don't you just teach that course, you know, and we'll give it to everyone for free and we'll add in some other cool shit. And, you know, the birth of that ended up, as most things do, just growing and elaborating and shifting and becoming better and better and better. And, um, you know, we got to practice hot and cold therapy every single day. We got to open up our body with the teachings of Dr. Kelly Sturette, um, and the uh, mobility wad, or formerly known as mobility wad, but the ready state. And of course, my brother, Aaron Alexander with the Align method, uh, everybody got an Align band and a copy of Aaron's new book. And, um, we just went through, you know, my favorite practices from the super couch stretch, to different things. We opened up the body, we journaled every morning and we really got to it. Then after that, Godzi taught all sorts of cool shit. For the very first time ever, he did a dream interpretation course and broke down much of Jung's symbology and what he meant by that and, and really translated it into the psychedelic space as well as the dream space on how to self-analyze your own dreams and your own journeys in a way that's unique, um, but quite, quite in alignment with the philosophy of Carl Jung. And it, that could have been its own course, to be perfectly honest. And, uh, you know, the fasting in itself is a, is a ceremony. And when we went through that, everyone got through it. We had vitamin IVs and all sorts of good shit to help people out. Um, some people struggled. That's a part of the ceremony, but everyone got through it. And, um, you know, of course we partnered with ways to well to get everyone medical clearance and check out everyone's blood work, make sure they're right as rain. Everyone was right as rain, right as rain, got to participate. And, um, when they do follow up blood work, they're going to see some massive changes. You know, that's one of the great things about that. Um, and I could keep going on and on about this, but it was, it was fucking fantastic. We sold out quick. We will have another one. So we're going to run those twice a year. And I believe if I had the dates right is June 22nd to June 26th. And you can sign up for that right now at, or within a week, because I know we're going to open it up. Uh, so within a week, you'll be able to sign up for that at fitforservice.com. Um, and there's, there's no numbers in there, fitforservice.com. You'll be able to check that out and everything else that we have coming up. The core event, that's why I'm bringing this all up. Um, I've had no breaks. So instead of taking some time off and coming in fresh to the core, I just finished um, a 30-minute private call one-on-one -on -one with each and every person that came to the event. And that was something that I, you know, we were there, Godsey and I, all day long, every day to answer any and all questions. But a big part of integration is, is coming to new questions. It's coming to, okay, I've started to apply this stuff, but... What about X, Y, and Z? You know, and we reach uh, new heights and then new plateaus and new problems to solve. And I think that integration call was really helpful for pretty much everyone that I spoke to. And then certainly was the feedback. But 
That left me with no time whatsoever before this core event. I had to run a master class. Uh, really, it really was great because I was breaking down a lot of the the tutelage, the wise tutelage of Master Paul Check, and uh, referring a lot of people to his holistic lifestyle coaching course. HLC one and two are now available online at thecheckinstitute.com. I'll link to that in the show notes. For people that really want to deep dive into health and wellness, that is that is the route. You know, you can start with how to eat, move, and be healthy. It is a prerequisite to any course you take uh, of Paul's. But um, you know, I took a holistic lifestyle coach in 2012, back when I was still fighting in the UFC, and it absolutely changed my life. I mean, it went layers and layers deeper than the book did, and it was really hands-on. You know, in, in the practices, and I didn't take it to be a holistic lifestyle coach on the podcast or with people. I did it for me. And that's why I'm going to do level two now that it's available online and I can take it at my own pace. I'm 100% going to take that. Uh, I think level three will always be in person just from my conversations with Paul and what they really show you there. I think it has to be hands-on and face-to-face, but um, you know, convenience is a big deal for people that are pressed for time. So highly, highly, highly recommend those courses at the Czech Institute. And I believe if you enter the code KKP at checkout, you'll get a discount. Anywho, we have a very short podcast today for a number of reasons. I have to bounce right from here to a coaching call and then straight into core one. And uh, we're rocking and rolling. We've got a lot of stuff going on in these next few days that are going to be hands-on, physical, and we take people through the most transformative experiences that we know of that are legal um, that get you to have a breakthrough moment, a breakthrough transcendent experience. My favorite breathwork practitioners on earth, Lucas and Hella, are going to be in the mix. And um, breathwork is a fucking psychedelic experience. There is no two ways about it. It's, it's one of the most important practices that I have because it's legal, because you can do it anywhere. And you have your foot on the gas pedal or the brake. So as opposed to psilocybin, which I'm a fan of, ayahuasca, any of the great teacher plants, you know, you got to take it and buckle up and really press the surrender button because there's no turning back once you've got it in you. And, and there are, I've experienced... <laughs> innumerable amount of times where I thought I'm never fucking coming back from this. That's a scary, scary thing to grapple with. And thank God that I have come back from those experiences. At least I think I have. Um, breathwork can be a lot more gentle than that. And it can still take you all the way in, all the way into yourself, all the way into spirit, all the way into whatever it is that your heart's desire. If you push yourself to get there, um, So that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons that that's become a mainstay at our events is that it's a legal way to have a psychedelic experience. And, um, you know, having done many psychedelics and having had uh, quite a few breathwork experiences, I can verify that that's why Stanislav Grov invented holotropic breathwork. LSD had become illegal and he wanted to give people a tool that would still help them break through. That and many, many other things, I'll be giving a talk on um, the core principles of health and wellness. And I'll also be beating people up on the obstacle course. So lots of fun shit. I'm super pumped for it. Um, I wanted to get on this this, uh, podcast today as another solo cast because I have had a shit ton on my mind since the podcast with Tim Kennedy. You know, as I spoke on that podcast and started to break down, that experience with my son was so fresh that I didn't know I could speak about it. I knew that I had to. And if you follow Tim's Instagram, you know, he retold the story and Tim recently posted another video of how these grab and goes go down 
And um, thankfully, you know, this, this, uh, this clerk, you know, at a stand, it looks like they're, I don't know where they're at, but somewhere in Latin America, um, she was able to push this little girl out of the way before this guy kidnapped her. That shit is real. And it's, and it's, it's a fucked up pill to swallow when we think of how much we love each other. We've experienced life's joys and we haven't experienced that kind of trauma. You know, people in other countries like Europe uh, and Russia and Ukraine and all these other countries, they've experienced war. It's not foreign to them. For civilians in the United States, we've never had anyone touch our soil and bring war to us. We've never had to band together as brothers and sisters in arms and fight an invader. It just hasn't happened. I mean, honestly, we are the invaders. That's, that's, but I don't mean you and me listening to this podcast, but the people who came into this country and formed the United States were the invaders and they were quite successful at invading. Um, and that's another topic for conversation, but I've had a ton on my mind and I needed to get this out. I'm going to talk about Cain Velasquez in this podcast today, but first I do need to give a shout out to my sponsors. They do make this show possible. And I want to acknowledge something. The material that I'm going to talk about today, uh, Rogan posted a video of, of what's happening in the Ukraine and um, immediately after on CNN, it goes to fucking like Apple's be- Applebee's commercial. And it's some fat dude dancing at Applebee's, nothing against fat people, but it was really just like the timing could not have been worse. So if there's an elephant in a room around that, I just want to say like, look, yeah, I get it. Sponsors have to be mentioned on each show. They do make the show possible. And what I'm about to talk about after that doesn't necessarily flow together. So, um, you know, please excuse that and, um, and understand like this, this, this show isn't possible without these guys. Uh, if you want to support the show, buy some supplements, buy some products from these guys. They do make it possible for me to continue to do this work. And, um, and I love this. I absolutely love this. This podcast is brought to you by UpgradedFormulas.com. Enter code KKP15 at checkout. You'll get 15% off your first purchase. And really what this is about is an educational piece. You know, a lot of people get blood work done from a general practitioner and it shows you a little bit. Go through a company like Ways to Well, you get way more in the blood work. Um, but there's still some missing pieces there. And this is where Upgraded Formulas really sews in the rest of the picture of your health. It's where the hair mineral analysis, and it will show you the balance or lack thereof between minerals within your body. Are the supplements you're taking actually working or not? And do you have heavy metals? You know, when I did this test with Bear, both of us scored very high in aluminum. I haven't eaten off an aluminum pan since I was a kid. He's never eaten off an aluminum pan and he's never had an injection of anything with aluminum in it. And there's quite a few things that are injectable that contain aluminum. Um, so it was super curious to me, you know, and then we had Dave Wingyton on the podcast and that was quite illuminating. But, you know, point being, you don't know if you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And uh, this can be a fantastic tool to aid in your health mission. So check it out, upgradedformulas.com. You're going to save 15% off your first order, KKP15 at checkout. Definitely do a consultation when you get the hair mineral analysis. They will break down everything and then some and really tell you um, you know, and, and, you know, loosely prescribe what it is that you need to be doing differently to achieve your health goals. We're also brought to you by Neurohacker. Uh, Neurohacker is a company that I've been following for years from the days at Paleo FX when I was a speaker there, they always had a table and, um, it was the thing, you know, even when I was at on it and selling alpha brain, Neurohacker had created a thing called Qualia and Qualia was like the kitchen sink 
of, of nootropics. They threw everything in there that absolutely worked. And since then, they've gone on to split off and create different varieties. Qualium Mind is uh, one of my all-time favorite nootropics. It is absolutely incredible. There's no caffeine in it. You know, you can stack it with coffee or you can just take it plain if you're, if you're not wanting to get the big stimulant. Um, you know, nootropics are substances that support focus, memory, mood, and general mental performance. But for years, the only enhancement I experienced in my mental and performance were the ones that came at the expense of balanced emotional presence. And I value that just as much. It's no good being cracked out on modafinil. I can promise you that. But I recently tried a nootropic formula that supports the mental sharpness and emotional presence that I want in my daily experience. If you want to know what healthy mental enhancement can, can and should feel like, and you want to support optimal brain health at the same time, you need to try Qualia Mind. I personally know their CEO, James Schmachtenberger. He's been on the, a guest on this podcast, and his science team at Neurohacker Collective formulated Qualia Mind specifically to provide a more holistic, naturopathic approach to supporting brain health and mental performance. Qualia Mind's 28 ingredients are not only backed by neurology research, but they also blend it specifically to complement each, other, each other's role in supporting optimal brain nutrition. Instead of overriding neuroregulation or spiking one facet of mental performance at the expense of another, Qualia Mind provides broad-spectrum nutritional support for the best mindset I've felt in years. Check it out. Try Qualia Mind. You're going to go to neurohacker.com, where a month's supply of Qualia Mind is currently up to 50% off. I'm going to say that again. To try Qualia Mind, go to neurohacker.com, and Qualia Mind for a month's supply is currently up to 50% off. All you got to do is enter the code KKP at checkout for an additional 15% off. It's vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, and backed with a 100-day money-back guarantee. That's N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com to try Qualia Mind for 100 days risk-free and code KKP for an extra 15% off. If Qualia Mind does half as much for your daily mindset and productivity as it has for me, it'll become an indispensable part of your daily nutrition. That's Qualia Mind with code KKP at neurohacker.com to experience what premium mental nutrition can make in your mindset. Fantastic, guys. Listen to the podcast I did with James as well. Uh, we're also brought to you by paleovalley.com. Paleo Valley is the best snack that I've ever had and series of snacks. Um, their beef sticks are my favorite go-to for my entire family. We have them on us at all times. They're in my fanny packs, my backpacks. I got some in the glove compartment of my truck. Not in the summertime. It gets a little hot, but for six months out of the year, I, I do that. And uh, anytime we travel, they're always with us when we travel. Paleovalley.com has the best beef sticks on the planet. They're grass-fed and grass-finished 100%. And um, they're sourced from the U.S., from small domestic, domestic farms within the U.S. They use real organic spices to flavor their beef sticks versus conventional spices sprayed, sprayed with pesticides or natural flavors often made from GMO corn. They ferment their sticks, which creates naturally occurring probiotics, which are great for gut health. They taste amazing and are great protein snack to grab on the go. These are high in omega-3 fatty acids, vitamins, and minerals. Many of them are fat-soluble. Glutathione, which is like nature's greatest antioxidant produced in the liver. CLA, the fat that burns fat, conjugated linoleic acid, and bioavailable protein. They're also keto-friendly. And truly, they're one of the best ways that you can enhance your nutrition. Everybody's always out, oh, do I make a shake? Do I do this? Real food always wins. And these guys provide the best real food on the planet for grab-and-go. Paleovalley.com, discount code Kyle for 15% off. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Organifi.com slash KKP. I had Drew Canoli on this podcast. He's one of my heroes and favorite people on the planet. 
Uh, truly mean that. He's a soul brother. Listen to that podcast if you have not. His story is remarkable, but even just as remarkable is his company, Organifi. They make uh, very convenient use of many superfoods and adaptogenic herbs and, and mushrooms that work wonders. Each each and of themselves is a supplement, and they roll them all into one package, like the Organifi green juice. Or the thing that I've really been on a kick lately is the Organifi red juice, which does have cordyceps synesis, which improves mitochondrial mitochondrial function, and a number of other adaptogenic herbs that really help you when you're working out. They improve blood flow with beet extract and many other things that can improve nitric oxide uptake and allow the body to perform better while you are thinking critically, learning a new activity, or getting your cardio on lifting weights. Um, it is fantastic. And you know, as I mentioned, I, I think I do a disservice because I mentioned Kratom with it at every time, but I, I do take Kratom with the red and the greens and it does taste great. So <laughs> check it out, Organifi.com slash KKP. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash KKP and use code KKP for 20% off everything in the store. All right, back, back, back. Thanks y'all for tuning in to this. Yesterday morning, I got a series of texts, as I'm sure Joe Rogan did and everyone else in the fight community of uh, ESPN article that basically stated that Cain Velasquez, former uh, UFC heavyweight champion, two-time champion from American Kickboxing Academy, had been arrested on attempted murder charges. And, um, you know, it just fucking floored me. It absolutely floored me. I'm going to break down what I understand of the situation, which I'm sure more and more will come out if the true story is told. Um but, uh, you know, to say that it rattled me is, is a fucking absolute understatement. You know, Kane, Kane wrestled at ASU uh, when I played football there. And we didn't know each other well. But, you know, my strength coach was like, that's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. You know, Big House would tell me that all the time. He's like, there's no one like Kane. And, um, and I always looked at him and I was like, yeah, he's, he's, he looks bad. But I don't know, man. He's, <laughs> he's not Brock Lesnar. And, uh, you know, this is before we got into fighting and all that stuff, but, um, he truly is one of the baddest fucking people on the planet, but Kane always had a heart of gold. I mean, he was like, it sounds fucking stupid saying that, but he, a lot of times when you meet people, like people meet me and they're like, wow, you're, you're bigger than I thought you'd be or whatever the thought is. Then they're like, oh, you're really gentle. You're a really sweet person, you know? And, and I always laugh because it's like, yeah, man, <laughs> I got nothing left to prove. I've, I've dusted all the dirt off my shoulder. I don't have a chip on my shoulder anymore because of fighting. Many people who meet a black belt jujitsu guy, they don't act like someone who trains twice a week because they've been tapped a thousand times. They have been humbled from the game of jujitsu. They've been humbled through being humming a martial artist. And that was Kane. You know, Kane worked harder than anyone in the gym as a heavyweight. He never got tired. All the stories about Kane. I mean, when I first started training with him at AKA, where they'd rotate a fresh body on him every two and a half minutes for five rounds. And he wouldn't come out and they'd be wrote. I couldn't stand for longer than two and a half minutes with him. Eventually when I, when I could go three, five minute rounds with Kane, I knew I was in shape and ready to fight my guy at light heavyweight. If I could last three, five minute rounds of Kane, I could last with anybody at light heavyweight. And, um, you know, but more than that, Kane was my brother. He's the guy that I trained with more than anyone in my entire fight career it was Cain Velasquez. He was the first guy there, the last to leave. Um, 
you know, and once you got to know Cain, you knew like he, this is a family man. This is somebody who cared deeply about not just his family and Michelle and his kids, but his family that he grew up with, you know, and, and um, his lineage. And, and he cared a lot about us. He cared about his team at AKA. He was extremely loyal. When we had guys starting to venture off and train at other camps, um, he remained loyal to American Kickboxing Academy. I mean, he was through and through one of the most genuine, trustworthy people I've ever fucking met. One of the most level-headed and calm. Like we bounced together at a, at a bar called Cardiff for years um, prior to going to the UFC when we were, we were still training together at AK before, before he made his stint and I got an ultimate fighter and joined him. And we were in a lot of bar fights and Kane would always hold back. He didn't have shit to prove. He always knew that the fight career was worth more to him than beating some guy's ass who was drunk. Um, I took a beer bottle on the side of the head <laughs> in one fight. Um, and I, and I was like, I think Kane had a, a, his first fight in the UFC coming up. And I jokingly said like, yeah, I saw the guy swinging at you, Kane. And I just slowly dove in front of it to eat the beer bottle, knowing how important it is. You weren't taken out of your fight. Um, you're great. I mean, he'd fucking tickle me sometimes. He's like a big brother who could literally beat my ass at any moment. And when he got good at jujitsu, he could just hold me down and effortlessly and he'd fucking he'd mess with me. He'd tickle me. Um, you know, we had, many of you have heard me talk about Maestro Uitzi. Uitzi was our boxing coach. And he was the first guy that would bring us out for Native American sweat lodges for the Timmons call. And, um, he was a Mayan elder and um, a mestizo mixed with Chicano, Mexican, and um, just a fucking beautiful human being. Huitzilin is the hummingbird, and that's been a, a, a prominent spirit animal in my journeys. And um, the day Bear was born, I had two hummingbirds, no medicine, two hummingbirds came up to me and floated fucking right in front of my face about three yards away, like I could have reached out and touched him. You know, to say Wheatsy's impact on me was big is an understatement. And he changed my life fundamentally. And he passed on, but before he passed on, he said, you got to make sure Kane does it. You got to make sure Kane comes. And um, I'd kind of argue like, hey, you know, plant medicine for me, maybe not give a shit about fighting. We should wait. <laughs> I didn't want, I don't want Kane to want to give up. He was too good. And, um, but I always told him about it. I told him about my experiences. I told him about ayahuasca. I told him about the Sonoran desert toad. I told him about the experiences and, and firsthand contact with God. And, um, you know, he, he, it planted a seed in him, you know, and Cain called me out of the blue about a year ago. And he's like, brother, I finally did it. And I was like, no fucking way. And I know Cain had been wrestling. He'd retired from MMA. Um, he had his little girl for so long and I know he wanted a little boy and uh, it took a long time for that little boy to come much like my little girl, Wolfie, you know, it took, it took him, I don't know, seven or nine or 11 years, it took him a long fucking time, but he got his boy and you know, I called Bob when I found out about all this and, and uh, Bob Cook, our manager at AK had, had as always had the inside scoop. So this is my main, if I get something wrong, it's, uh, I'm blaming Bob Cook for it, but this is the story that I've been told. Um, Kane's son 
had been going to a daycare and uh, had been molested. I don't know how many times. I don't know if it was ongoing, but when Cain found out, he did the right thing. He called the cops. The guy who was 43 years old, living with his parents, his mom ran a daycare from their home. That's where this fucking guy operated from. Uh, They put the guy in jail, as they should, and they let him out on house arrest. They let the guy go back to where he fucking committed the crime. Or crimes. Likely more than one. And that's why Cain went to him with a gun. Now, as a dad, I feel fucking all the feels right now. Especially with just what happened to my fucking son and me and my daughter. There is no crime worse than that crime. Period. No fucking crime is worse than that. I have no idea why our criminal justice system would work this way. And I have no fucking blame at all for what Cain did. No blame at all. I can't imagine what that would feel like knowing this guy is going to go back to the same fucking spot he committed the crime. It was in his fucking house. So Cain showed up. He had a gun. And he went to get the guy. And I guess uh, the father jumped in front of him and ate a bullet. Non-lethal. He's going to survive. And Cain didn't keep shooting. Now, that tells me that the gunshot and seeing his father step in snapped him out of the rage that I or anybody I know would have had. Because that kind of rage is you empty every fucking bullet you have into those people. That's the, that's the rage that I experience when I, when I hear something like that. Kane physically, I mean, to put it, put it in perspective, I, as a light heavyweight, as a 230-pound, six-foot-three guy who fought in the UFC professionally, with a sub 500 record, I'm in the top 10th of 1% of people fighting on the planet. You take the 7 or 8 billion people on the planet, I'm in the upper 10th of 1%. And I've been retired for seven years and I wasn't great in the UFC. Uh, Many of the guys who came before us were much, much better than me, but they're too old. I got them. Um, A lot of the guys that are smaller, I got them. And there's still people out there that are just starting to train that could beat my ass in a heartbeat that are unknown, that nobody's heard of. They haven't fought in the UFC. They haven't fought in in any of the other organizations yet. Those guys exist. And it's still a fraction of a fraction of 1%. Kane was the heavyweight champion. He was one of the greatest fucking heavyweights of all time. He could kill me with his bare hands. He could have fucking ran through those guys. And And again, I would have zero judgment for that. And I sat with this all fucking day, wrapping my head around it all day. What do I do in that decision? And praying to God that I never have to fucking make that decision. I had a guy, um, Kurt Shrout, one of my best buddies who ran tours for the troops where I I got to meet my wife because of Kurt. Um, One of the tours I did was with a guy named Eben Kaneshiro. And Eben was awesome. He was, a, he was a black belt. He's who gave Kurt his first black belt in jiu-jitsu. When I'd go up to Oregon to visit family, uh, my dad and I would train with Kurt and Edmund Kaneshiro, who ran his jiu-jitsu academy. And a newspaper came out, article, while I was at my Nana's house in Oregon, that local gym owner 
had gone to jail on sodomy charges. And I was like, wait a minute. And I wrote Kurt. I wrote everybody that knew him. I was like, what the fuck is this? This can't be true. This can't be true. And Kurt finally got a hold of him from jail and he admitted it to Kurt. He said, it's true. And he hung himself that day. Now, many people might be saying good, you know, but, but what Kurt told me, Kurt told me was true. He said, monsters aren't born, they're made. And so whatever horror Evan was doing had been done to him. And whatever horror that guy did to Cain's son, that had been done to him. And it's fucked up to see it from all angles because I want fucking justice. And at the very least, justice would be that guy's not allowed to go back to where he committed the crime, period. You can't let him out on house arrest. There is no time for reformation. Whether that happens or not in our shitty criminal justice system, you must contain the issue. If the answer is don't kill him, if the answer is not the death penalty, then the answer is you fucking keep him away from kids. You don't do what they did at Penn State where you fucking turn a blind eye and you let Jerry Sandusky go back to coaching kids. And that's literally what we just fucking saw. So it's, um, I'm feeling all the feels right now. One of the huge takeaways I had is it is not worth If I fail to protect my kids, it is not worth losing the next 20, 25 years to life in remaining as their guardian and their protector and their provider. And I can say that now, somewhat clear-headed, but I still don't fucking know what I do in that situation. And I have no fucking judgment for Kane whatsoever. Um... I wanted to talk about this because I know a lot of you guys are fight fans. Maybe you're not, but um, you know, a lot of people hitting me up, what happened, what's going on. And again, I don't know if I have the full story or not. I trust Bob Cook with every ounce of my being. And if, if he's messed something up in that story, I don't think that I know Bob. It's not done on purpose, but we'll see what story the fucking joke of a media runs. We'll see what story fucking ESPN runs, a Disney company, uh, one of the big nine corporations. We'll see how they spin this shit. But um, I send big prayers and big love to Michelle and Kane's family and Kane himself. I love you so much, brother. You changed my life. And I wish you nothing the best. You have big medicine inside you and a big heart. thank you guys for letting me vent and talk about this brighter and brighter as we go forward love y'all